Daily Pursuit Podcast. I hope that in whatever you're pursuing in your life, that these episodes leave you feeling more empowered, motivated, and inspired to continue to go after what you want and achieve the success that you desire. It's time to level up. Goals, 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 goals. How do we set effective goals? What's up, everybody? This is Morgan, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Pursuit Podcast. Let's talk about setting effective goals. Whether these are health and fitness goals, life goals, business goals, goals are a common, common, common thing, a frequent thing that come up every single year for us that we always have in, in the back of our mind, what is my goal? What are the goals that I'm wanting to achieve? When we start a new fitness adventure, uh, fitness process, what is the goals that you want to achieve, right? You come and sit down and into a consult. What's the goal you want out of this? Um, you know, you start a business. What's the goal of this business, right? Uh, you start a new relationship. What's the goal of this relationship? Um, so goals are a thing that pop up on a regular basis and establishing goals and identifying goals has been a, a mainstay in the work I've done over the years. And what's interesting and what I'm fascinated by is how my not only my thought process has shifted around goals and perspective of goals, but also the conversations I've had over the years and how that shifted. Um, when I first started in this industry and started working with people, I was very much still focused on outcome marker goals versus process-oriented goals. Um, so it was very much oriented around, you know, the the number specific of you know specific weight loss numbers, specific body weight goals, specific uh, load goal for fitness, uh, specific macro goals, etc. Um, but as I've gone on it throughout my career and as I've learned more and as I've shifted the way that I work with people and the, my understanding of our body, our mind, our processes, something that's really shifted for me is the idea, the idea, which you've heard me talk about before of constraints over outcomes. And so this is what has brought me to wanting to talk about goals again, because I still think we can do a much better job of establishing goals for ourselves that truly help us be the most effective at accomplishing what it is that we want to accomplish. And so what I want to lay out for you today are six things that uh, six aspects of setting effective goals that go beyond the typical smart goals that you know, we've all grown up with, right? The whole idea of specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals that we were taught. Not that those aren't uh, beneficial. Not that that way of thinking about goals is not helpful. However, I want to go that little layer deep, deeper and start to get a little more specific in some of those aspects. And the first thing that I want you to be thinking about when you're setting goals. So, you know, we're almost two months into this year now. And 
I'm sure many of you set goals before the year started, New Year's resolutions, all of that. I did a I did an episode talking about New Year's resolutions and how most often people fall off, especially right around this time. Um, those resolutions may be a thing of the past by now. And part of that is because people aren't setting process-based goals. They're not setting goals that are focused on the process that will get them towards the desired outcome. You've heard me say this before that when we set an outcome-based goal, you may achieve it. And then what? What happens after we've achieved that outcome-based goal? There's always something after. And so if we start to change our thought process by and our actions by setting process-based goals, we are now setting constraints for ourselves that keep the wheels turning for long after we achieved that one chapter, that one specific step in that goal. So an example of this is instead of setting a goal to lose 20 pounds in three months or six months or whatever the time frame is, I want you to set a goal to exercise for 30 minutes three times a week and maybe add in something to do with nutrition, a balanced diet of some way, whatever, whatever you want to outline in that way. But set some constraints for that goal. Don't just make it about the outcome of I want to lose this weight. Set the constraints that actually will make the actions happen to achieve that goal. This is the same way with with business and like the goal of I want to achieve this financial income, right? And I've done that with myself where, okay, I have that number written down. Cool. That's the outcome. But what are the actual processes that I need to put in place to get to that outcome? Do I need to make X number of sales? Do I need to contact this many people? Do I need to post this many times? Like what is what are the parameters and the processes that actually start, start to facilitate that earning, the earning of the, that monies for me to achieve that outcome? And so we need to set those process-based goals. We need to lean into that process side of it. So when you're thinking about the goals that you have, Yes, look at that specific outcome-based mentality of what is that, but then pull it back and go, what's the actual process to get there, right? If you have an outcome-based goal for a strength marker of, I don't know, squatting a certain number, what is the process to get there? How often do you need to work your legs? How often do you need to uh, work midline and, and um, strength of your trunk, Um what are the parameters and what are the things that you need to add in or do on a consistent regular basis that is going to move the needle forward to achieve that goal of a stronger back squat? Because you can just put out the number, I want to achieve a 200 pound back squat. Great. Do some random shit. You'll probably get there in some timeline, but is it going to be what's really consistent and effective, the actions that are going to help get you there and continue to get you there and move that needle forward over the long term. So I need you to start to think about the process. What are the processes processes that you need to achieve that goal? Number two is focusing on internal motivation. This is a big one because this is the idea where more often than not people are chasing motivation, which is external from us. 
and again, I did a talk about this, so check out another uh, check out a previous episode on this um, about you know stop chasing uh, motivation and, and instead build momentum. And so we need to focus on that internal motivation, where when we're setting our goals, what truly motivates you, right? If your idea, if you if you're motivated, I should say, by the idea of um, having more energy to play with your kids, that is going to be a bigger motivating momentum building factor than trying to utilize some external motivation of, you know, just, I need to find motivation in, in, in someone else or in some other thing that uh, has no connection to me to achieve the goal that I want. But if you make it about that internal driver of like, internal driver for you is that personal connection with having more energy for your kids to play with them. That's internal. That's something specific to you. And so that's a motivating factor right there. And that's a big momentum builder right there. Because when you don't feel that energy, when you don't see that outcome happening, or you don't have the energy to play with your kids, it hits home a little bit more versus having some external motivator that has no connection to you doesn't really cause you to have an emotional impact or emotional feeling. So you need to have that internal motivation, which then leads to the third thing, which is reflecting on your values. So make sure that your goals align with your values, align with what it is that matters for you in your life. When you're setting a goal, if it doesn't align with your values, then those things are going to conflict, they're going to collide, and they're going to create a an inability to really take those action steps. So if you truly value, one of your big values is family and time with your family, and that's massively important in your life, then your goals need to reflect the ability to sustain that value and to keep that value whole. Um, Otherwise, there's going to be a conflict there because your internal driver of values is that, but you have this goal that you set and so you're just going to get disappointed with yourself because your time with the, with family and, and having that ability um, to spend more time with them is going to be impacted by this other goal which you set. So you need to make sure that they align in some way, shape, or form. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't compromise, that there isn't times where maybe you are setting a goal that's going to impact that value, but you, you figure out a way to structure it so that you can still sustain that value that you do truly have and achieve that goal so an example of this for myself is that i'm looking to um run a 30k uh race in a in a couple months and i've never done that before i'm not a runner i've maybe ran the sun run which is like i don't know maybe a 5k or 10k as a kid um running is not my thing but i decided with a whole group of us from one of my facilities that okay we're gonna go do this big run and this is a precursor to a bigger thing that I want to do, which is a, an Ironman triathlon. But I know that family is, is one of my core values in that spending time with family is, is incredibly important to me. And I know that that goal is something that I do want to achieve. I want to ch- check that off my list of something that I, I want to achieve. And I know that they're going to have some conflict there because of the time demand for that. So I need to be strategic with how I go about planning that and setting specific processes in place to achieve that goal that allow me to still maintain what I want from that value perspective and also what I want to achieve from the goal perspective. 
Number four, be realistic. And that plays into what I was just saying is that I need to be realistic in the goals I'm looking to accomplish and the time frame. So for myself, running this 30K coming up a couple months, that is more realistic for me right now, given my, my life, my family life, etc. Um, it's more realistic for me to achieve that and to train for that versus training for an Ironman right now. However, in a couple years, I'm going to have a more realistic ability to train for that Ironman. And to me, it doesn't make any difference. Waiting a couple years to do that in a more realistic setting with what's going on in my life right now, I'd rather do that and be able to do it well than trying to force it right now in an environment that isn't conducive for it. So be realistic. And then number five, celebrate your achievements. So when setting goals, it is so, so, so important. This is why process-oriented mindset is so important because you're going to achieve little things along the way. And when you make it about the process, you can have more celebration of achievement. And it's so much more enjoyable because these little wins along the way pop up. And so it's so important that you acknowledge those and that you celebrate those. So take the time to really dig into those and celebrate those achievements that you have along the way. And last but not least, be flexible. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. This happened to me literally last week. First week of training for this run. And I'm supposed to run on Wednesday. I'm supposed to run on Saturday. And I ran on Friday and said, because I knew Saturday was going to be all over the place and not really work for my schedule. So be flexible. It's not the end of the world if something has to change. You're going to be okay at the end of the day. Be flexible in your approach. Okay, but be focused in that process and direction in which you're going. So these are the six things that I utilize to set effective goals and to work with clients to set those effective goals uh, for themselves. It gets us away from just purely focusing on those outcomes and allows us to have more constraints in place to really achieve the result that we want. So once again, set process-based goals, focus on internal motivation and building internal momentum Reflect on your values. Make sure that your goals can mesh with your values. Be realistic realistic in your approach in what is actually capable right now. Challenge yourself, but what is actually realistic right now? Celebrate those achievements along the way, those little wins along the way. Be sure to celebrate those. It's so important. And last but not least, be flexible. Flexible in your approach. Focused on that direction in which you're going, but know that sometimes it's going to take a little twist and turn along the way. You can take a a road over here and still get back onto that main path. So be flexible in your approach. Set some effective goals. Level up. In the darkest of days, sometimes we find out who we are. Be the change or hit the bottom, hit it hard. We have a choice, yeah, we can take the power away. And turn it into something to believe in, believe in. It's up to you. It's up to you.